everybody and welcome to In My Mug, In My Neck, In My Mug, episode 230 on Monday the 8th of April 2013. I am your host Steve Layton and this week we have an origin that we've not seen for a little while. But before that, it's time for the news! <laughs> Heavy betting is going on in the has-been sweepstake. You have a 1 in 13 chance of winning your money back for the coffee that you buy. Why have you not bought it yet? Why not? Go look at uh, go.hasbeen.co.uk forward slash race day for your jockey's odds. Uh, that's where the race will be as well on April the 30th of this fine year. And as you will see in this week's In My Mug, El Salvador is in. Lots of amazing new coffees coming in, uh, coming in and coming on the site over the next few weeks. And I think you'll be very, very surprised at what we have this year. This is our first of two containers coming from El Salvador that I cannot wait to share with you. And along with all of these new coffees coming, it's been time for us to redesign Filter, Jailbreak and Jabberwocky. They have all been reblended and all been redone and uh, are on the site. The others will be following over the next few weeks, so do keep an eye on that. And that was the news! So, time for 20 seconds on, and this week it's going to be on El Salvador. So, we're going to do this, so we go start and we go. El Salvador literally means Republic of the Saviour, and is the smallest and most densely populated country in Central America. El Salvador borders the Pacific Ocean to the south, comes to Guatemala to the west, and Honduras to the northeast and east. Uh, Eastmost region lies uh, the, the Gulf of Fon Fonseca, uh, which is opposite Nicaragua. As of 2009, El Salvador had a population of approximately 6 million! We haven't done one of those on the country for a while, so I felt it was time. Um, the capital city of the country is San Salvador and is one of the fastest growing cities in the world. It is one of my favourite cities in the world as well. I love visiting El Salvador. I have so many amazing friends in El Salvador. I am Mr. Blessed from Blessedville. Um, so let's talk about the coffee. Uh, this week's coffee is one that we are having for the second year, which is great. We've built on that first year of it coming in. But it's one that I still haven't visited and I feel a little bit guilty about that. I kind of need to fix that, I think, and, and get up and see them next year. Uh, because of not visiting them, I don't so, know so much about the producer. I know that uh, she's called Annie Ruth um, and I've spoken to her quite a few times on email and that's it, uh, which is really, really bad of me. Um, El Salvador is a stunning country, as I've already said. Their plant stock is amazing. Uh, like this, majority of the coffee in El Salvador is Bourbon. They have amazing altitudes, they have beautiful volcanic soils, they have uh, beautiful microclimates, uh, and very special, clever, intelligent producers. Um, and this is definitely uh, one of those. Most of them come from the Santana Volcano range, so it's great to find one that isn't. Uh, we've got a couple that aren't, so I'm thinking about Ipanica and uh, San Jose, and uh, we've got actually some this coming in on this container, which are from different parts. But this is from the Quatzapec mountain range on the slopes of San, San Salvador volcano. Um, has an altitude of 1,460 meters at the bottom to 1,960 meters, the volcano that is. 
The farm has an altitude of 1,350 metres to 1,770 metres. So it really is on the side of the volcano. And you can actually see the, cr uh, the crater of the volcano from the farm. Um, I'll, I'm, I'll whack a picture on the screen now, actually, of it, because I've got a, a, I got a, I found a photo on, on the tinternet of it. Um, the farm has mainly bourbon, which this is. It has a tiny bit of pacas and a tiny bit of pacamara as well. Uh, I would love to taste the pacas and pacamara from this farm, and I think that's something I'm definitely going to try and work on next year. Um, this is another of the coffees that we bought directly from uh, the El Mono Mill. Uh, and uh, Alejandro from Finca Argentina, who's helped us coordinate that. So um, that gives you a little clue of what's going to be coming up in the few, next few weeks. Is we're definitely going to be seeing some uh, some of Alejandro's coffees again. Um, it's a fully washed, dried on patios. Uh, the nearest city to the farm is uh, La Liberty, La, La Li, Libertad, um, and yeah, that's kind of as much as we know about it. Um, so this is where I'm going to hope that the map bit is good. I have sent an email off. Uh, I am waiting for a reply to my email with the cohorts of the farm. And if not, I'm going to try and bluff my way through it. So here is the map bit. It's the map bit. No expense spent. It's the map bit. And here we go. So what do we do from here? We zoom down to Hasbeen Towers. We zoom back up and we go across to Central America. Not South America, Central America. First time I've had a chance to use this slide, so giving you a little bit of geography lesson there. But let's look at the number of coffee growing countries. Well, that's seven and that's all of the countries in Central America. Population of 41 million. I had to double check that. More people in the UK, even though it's twice the surface area. Um, so it just shows how spread out the population is and how much more growing area they have than somewhere like the UK. So let's go down to El Salvador. Um, and where I want to take you is if you just look to the left there, you can see there is a whole bunch and a spine of coffee that we buy. Um, but yeah, let's look at the country. Let's look at El Salvador as, as a place. So uh, the name, of course, is El Salvador. Population, six million, just over six million. Um, size, uh, 21,000 21, square kilometres, which is around about the same size as Wales. And the capital city, one of the fastest capital growing capital cities in the world, San Salvador. Also one of my favourite places. But let's look at that spine then. You can see San Jose, Argentina, Santa Petrona, Lafani, San Rafael. You've also got... Uh, um, what's the other one that we get from there? You've got, uh, well, coffees like uh, La Lujon that we've had, Alaska, also Siberia that we had, but let, we're looking at Loma La Gloria, which is just to the right. And if you zoom up, you can see that it is a volcano. It literally is on a volcano. It couldn't be more volcano if you tried. Um, and it's right on the border of San Salvador and La Libertad. Uh, let's go down to the farm. You see there, we can see all the farm buildings. This, of course, is the exact coordinates. Um, I was very, very lucky to get them at the last minute, which made me very happy. Um, but let's look at the farm and Dale the cow. And, of course, the name is Loma La Gloria. The altitude is 1,350 to 1,770. The varietal is Red Bourbon. And the nearest town is, uh, is San Salvador. How near a town, or should we say city, is San Salvador to the farm? Well... If we can just get back to the pictures here and we zoom up, like we can see the volcano. Oh, well, yeah, okay. Let's show you pictures of the volcano first. And 
picture of the people on the farm and you can see that view there is of the city of San Salvador and it is from the farm. Um, let me get back here. There we go. There we go. Look, I'm there. You can see all of that population to the to the right of the, the marker is San Salvador. And that was the map bit. And now it's time for Mr. Glue's reign of knowledge. Roland's Daft Fact of the Week. 70% of the coffee grown in El Salvador is of the Bourbon varietal. But did you know that Bourbon was first recognised on the island of Reunion, which was known as Ile Bourbon before 1789? Interesting, isn't it? Roland, you are always interesting. So, last week we had Cafe Correcto, still tasting the grappa. And this week we get B60. So, wheel of death, where it goes, nobody knows, and nobody still cares. Latte, good, easy, nice one. I like latte, we can work with that. Latte it is. So I'm gonna whap you on pause, I hear grinders going in the background, so I have people to make me tasty and delicious drinks, so I shall be spoilt again, and I'll be back with you in just a moment. Hello! I'm back! Let's drink some coffee! I like coffee! Do you like coffee? Then you're in the right place. Drink the espresso first of all. Ooh! Milk chocolate, big time. It is smooth, it is sweet, it is delicious. That's a super fine espresso. Ooh, there's a little bit of acidity on the back end. It's the tiniest raspberry. Big time raspberry, big time milk chocolate. That is delicious. Okay, into the milk. So, a latte. What is a latte? We've just had a discussion what a latte is and I don't think anybody really knows. If anybody knows what a latte is, please write it on an envelope and send it to yourself. I don't want to know. Um, <laughs> a latte is meant to be a cappuccino with less foam. But you go to a barista competition where they serve a cappuccino with latte art. How do you do latte art on a cappuccino? And if you serve me a cappuccino with lots of foam, I'm going to be very upset. And it's slightly wetter is the one thing that I would say. Gary was saying that he thinks that it's slightly larger beverage. You would expect it to be slightly bigger than a six ounce, say seven or eight ounces. I've heard that too. Um, I've heard some people say you should have no foam at all. I disagree. <sighs> yeah. Make your own idea up. This is a latte for me. It's slightly wetter, there's slightly less foam, um, and it's slightly better. Oh, so that milk chocolate mixes with the creaminess and sweetness of the milk and just makes it into sweetness overdrive. That is so sweet. The descriptor that came up on the cupping table, and I know that I'm going to find in there, is honeycomb. And I think that this is, this is definitely there in the cappuccino. Not so much in the espresso. In the cappuccino, you definitely get that honeycomb flavour coming through. Um, Maltesers. Maltesers. So let's get this out of there. 
still a little bit in there, but it's time to stop it. I'm using my Force India mug again, just out of sympathy for... I was just saying that Force India are a bit rubbish, but as it was pointed out to me, that uh, they're probably the best of the mid-pack at the moment in the racing, so certainly better than Williams. So... It's just sweet and chocolatey and smooth. This is drinkable. It's a quaffer, it's a glugger, it's a very easy to drink, delicious, tasty coffee. I think this is a perfect example of what El Salvador does really well. Sweet, balanced, tasty, great espresso components, great single origin espresso. It's just all around good. I'm very, very pleased with this. Hmm. Very, very pleased indeed. And I'm very, very pleased to have El Salvador back on the menu. It's only been about eight weeks since we sold the last ones, which is good because this has come super early this, this time. So I think we're pretty much one of the, the first people to bring in their El Salvador container this year. And this was a lot because I was out there in January knocking on doors saying, OK, give me samples, let me take them back, let me cook them, let's sort out what we're going to buy. Um, this is the fruit of that journey that made me very ill when I got home, so... We should move on, and we should move on to the Pinboard of Doom. And the Pinboard of Doom this week was sent in by Simeon Walker, and it's a picture of his setup. And I like your Marmite mug very much, Simeon. I might steal it. And with the scratch card in the background, did you win? Just saying, did you win? Uh, no, thank you, Simeon. I love pictures like this. I love pictures when I see scales because that just makes me really happy that you are paying attention to all of those brewing little details and it's very, very cool, so thank you. And now it's time for the staff clip. So this is the one that whenever I do it, I always get hit when I uh, when when she finally gets around to seeing it. Luckily, she doesn't watch too many, but it's time for my wife to come on with her lovely internet shopping tips. Sarah's order tip of the week. Do you buy your In My Mug every three or 12 months? It's very good value, isn't it? But it's very inconvenient spending all of that money in one go. Why don't you take a look at our direct debit options which spread the cost over the weeks? Sarah's order tip of the week. Isn't she very informative? Very, very informative. Thank you, Sarah. We appreciate that. Okay, I am done. I'm wrapping up. I'm getting out of here. I'm gone. Um, thank you very much for joining me, as always. And do remember... Life is too short for bad coffee. Gordon's alive. Don't know where it came from either. <laughs>